On the path to success, we find many adversities. What and to whom can be the stumbling block? Are we being spiritually punished for some things? Or is there something or someone trying to hinder us from receiving Almighty God's blessings? Thinking outside the plantations is based on the evidence-based perspective. Evidence shows who and what is oppressing people today. The plantations of depression, suicide, domestic violence, and addictions will not define us. We have the power to become free. This book will guide you through breaking the chains, thus enabling you to step off those mental and philosophical plantations that impede your social growth. This book is written by abuse survivors and designed for your individual and group studies. Books are available on Amazon.com, both the instructor's manual and the individual book. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for allowing us to fellowship this afternoon together, oh God. Father God, the doors of the church and our hearts, minds, and souls are open. Father God, behind the closed doors of our Heavenly Father, we can grant sanctuary, healing, restoration, favor, endowment love, grace, and mercy. Father God, we just ask that you breathe on those, Heavenly Father, that try to cause us persecution. Father God, breathe on them and allow them to see the light. Father God, we just ask that you continue to breathe on us, oh God, in healing and restoration. Father God, granting us peace, peace, oh God, that we seek. Heavenly Father, we welcome you, sweet Holy Spirit. This we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, this morning, if, let's see, well, we will, I have it now recording, so I don't want to sing. Uh, well, we'll do this song. Just play a small snippet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just take it back a little bit. One, two, three, stay. Can you shake 
Praise God. Praise God. Our scripture lesson this morning will be taken out of the book of Jeremiah chapter 1. That's Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 1 through 19. That's Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 1 through 19. The mountain I'm gonna my mouth and said to me, 
I have put my words in your mouth. They are the you of the nations and kingdoms, to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said to me, you have been corrected, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. The word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? I see a pot that is boiling, I answered. It is tilting toward us from the north. The Lord said to me, from the north disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land. I am about to summon all the people of the northern kingdoms declared the Lord. Their kings will come and set up their thrones in the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem. They will come against all her surrounding walls and against all the towns of Judah. I will pronounce my judgments on my people such their wickedness and forsaking me and burning incense to other gods and worshiping what their hands have made. Get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them, or I will terrify you before them. Today I have been made to a fortified city, an iron pillar and a guard wall to stand against the whole land against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. All together, they will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. May God add a blessing to the hearers and doers of his holy word. From all the from all that dwells below the skies. From all that dwells below the skies.
Christ our Savior saying, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first, the great commandment, and second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy Lord, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And on these two commandments hang all of the law and the prophets. Glory be to the Father. And to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And I just want to say that again. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. 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 Praise God. Um, right now, uh, we're going to go into our announcements. Um, we are resuming Bible study on Tuesdays at seven o'clock and um, our church service is on Sundays at 2 p.m. So those are the announcements that we have right now. Are there any other announcements? Anybody would like to share? Okay, amen, amen, praise God. Uh, with that being said, any prayer requests? Uh, our cousin, Sister Frances, for, uh, you know, the loss of her husband, Eddie. We mm. pray for her and uh, her sons and all the families to pray. Amen, amen, amen. Any other prayer requests? Um, you think I should mention it now or maybe later? Um, no, you can mention it now. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? Uh, that just recently passed. Yeah. Yeah, I would mention it and offer prayers to his family. Mm-hmm. I'm presiding Elder Kate. What? What did you just say? Wait a minute. Former yeah. presiding Elder Percy Tate. Yes, yes. Oh. Where is he? Well, we're going to lift him up. What happened? 
we're we're good lifting him up in the family and immediately sister pat would you go into uh altar prayer okay heavenly father as we come before you lord lift up all the names that were called out and all that you know know that needs your comfort lord just comfort them and let them know lord they are at peace with you lord just give them the comfort and the strength that they need to make it through each moment and each day as they accept the loss of their loved ones of them Lord, just help us through each and every day as we go through with our trials and tribulations. But dear Lord, let us always remember when we wake up and look and we see the signs, we see the clouds, we see the sky, we go to bed at night and the moon and the stars. We know these are all your creation and we know that you are there. You see the little birds come by. You see all the little animals play, dear Lord. We see other people, we see children, and we know that they they are our future, dear Lord. Let us just be thankful for the moments that we have with the loved ones that we have, dear Lord. Let us just remember that you, everything rests within your hands. And Lord, there is no love. We know there is no love greater than the love you have. And Lord, each of us, as we go through this, journey on this earth we know that one day one day as long as we live according to your word and your teachings and your laws we will come to you and we will dwell with you forevermore in glory where there will be no more death or sorrow heartache pain anger hate just pure joy and love with all all the animals all the creations all the saints dear Lord. We know because you promised us, and Lord, your Trump, your promises are the truth. Lord, we love you, we praise you, we give you all the honor and glory forevermore. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Amen. You know, the beautiful thing about life is being kind to one another and appreciating the memories. Sometimes I look around in this world and I see so much hatred, spitefulness, and anger. And I think people have forgotten about the beauty of life and the beauty about God and God's gift to each individual. 1,000 years to us is but one day to God Almighty. So in the lifespan that we have is literally within hours. Sometimes an hour, sometimes less. When you're thinking about the time concept of our God Almighty. Today's sermon is about a conversation with God. Sometimes we are so caught up in grief, harbor resentment, spitefulness, self-pity, that we forget to have a conversation with God. I hear people talking about going to church, but I don't hear a lot of people saying, I'm incorporating the church in me. Going to church and singing hymns and shouting amen and hallelujah is about an outline, an itinerary, instead of a custom. I hear about people talking about they're going to church, but yet they're living in sin. And living in sin doesn't just incorporate fornication, adultery, and so on. It, it incorporates not trying to change what you are doing wrong. Here in Jeremiah, he wondered because he was only a certain age, he, he felt he was too young to do what God called him to do. And what I find so poetic and beautiful is that the Lord touched his mouth. And he said, the words that I put in your mouth, the words that I put in your mouth, you will speak. You know, we live in a world today where fear has now become the president, where assumptions and judgment has now become somebody's royalty, somebody's king and queen. We have people who are so committed to their devil of jealousy that they don't understand that they are removing themselves from their own inherited blessing that God has for them. Let me elaborate. 
as Jeremiah had a relationship with God, in these verses, you will see that he is having a conversation with the Lord, an individual conversation about his fears, about his anxieties, about his aspirations. And you will see that the Lord is conversating right back with him. What conversation are you having with the Lord? In my life, I went through a lot of things. So have a lot of people. And recently, I just decided I can't dwell in that place of captivity. I can't dwell in that place of fear. If people want to be a puppet by the adversary, only they have the power to cut them straight. Yes, some people are going to get jealous. Yes, some people relish in your heartache. Some people will wish havoc on your family. Case in point, someone told me they love how me and my children work together. But yet the person started acting differently. Actions speak a thousand words. So the Lord let me know this person despises your relationship with your children. You have to move aside. Some people in my profession and what I do, I do collaborative writing and ghost writing for people. And unfortunately, sometimes working with some people, they, they don't want to pay. And they expect you, being a Christian, a, 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 a child of the Most High God, to use your sympathy that you're just going to hand over your work for free. And then when you don't, they plot and talk about you. So then conversations come third party and people do the switch up. And God said, don't worry about that. Because if they were on the vine, they would know the truth. Move aside. And see, these revelations and these understandings don't come from the wind. They come from having a conversation with God. Because I go to God. I say, God, what's going on? So-and-so, they just acting, acting weird. So-and-so said this, so-and-so did that. What's going on? And he will conversate back. Sometimes we are so worried about the world that we forget about who created the world. Here's another example. Because I don't ask for money, to be paid 
as a pastor of my ministry. And what I do, I do for my God. People feel that it's a hobby. Some people have even said, well, one person said that if you have a building and you have, you know, uh, people coming to it, you got to pay the lights, you got to pay the gas, the water and everything. So that's the only time you can ask for tithes and offering. And, and if you're pastoring a church that's in a building and you have congregation and you have all these, then you could get paid. And I just sit here and I just listen to what people say. And I think back to what is the purpose of having the Bible for if you're not going to read it and you're not going to digest the scriptures and if you're not going to knock on the door like Jesus said and if you're not going to ask the questions that Jesus said you should, how do you expect for your life to go differently? Here's what I learned in life. You can't ask for a house or a home and expect to have peace when you gave the devil the keys. You can't expect to have Jesus Christ covering when you don't incorporate his ways and try to follow his ways and you don't conversate with our Heavenly Father, His Father, is not going to happen. God tells you, lean on, lean not onto your own understanding for a reason. He wants to talk to you. Is everything in my life right? No. But it's righteous. There's a big difference. It's a big difference. In, in this world today, the adversary right now is running havoc because his time is up. You have people getting mad because I canceled a public event when there's the monkey pox, there's the COVID going on. And they're like, well, wait a minute. You know, this is the, the, the hey, well, you canceled this, but I'm going to church and I'm going here and I'm going this and, and this is it. Okay. That's you. You do you. And let me do what God instructed me to do. Because we remember back in Exodus with the Passover, not everybody had the blood of the lamb up over their doors and windows. Remember that. And I'm sure some of those Egyptians thought they were truly worshiping God in the fashion that they felt that was righteous. But when God Almighty came down with the angel of the death and told them where, which ones to pass over, so shall it was done in God's will.
every single thing that God has put in motion began with words and conversation. God conversated to try to counsel Cain. Cain didn't want to listen to the conversation. Cain didn't even really have a conversation back with God, if you remember. Moses had a conversation with God and was inspired and encouraged to what he needed to do. You know, and then too, we, we, we say we want God to work out things in our lives. But do we really show him 100% respect? Do we really respect God in all encompasses of our lives? Or are we just walking around in motion? When we go to church, do we have our cell phones on? Do we have conversations? Do we do other things? Do we, we, we cook while we're in church? No. But then sometimes when we get online or if we are on the phone, we do things disruptive to God's service. But yet when we're going to God in our agony, in our frustration, we want him to give us our undivided attention. I was speaking to somebody about how I love to multitask. And they asked me a provoking question, which this was to, to get underneath. Uh, I don't know who has their phone on because somebody muted But I don't know why they will ask that question, but they asked me when I'm doing sermons or Bible studies, am I doing other things? And I knew this was the adversary that put this in this person's head. And I answered it. That, no, I don't. Because I give God my undivided attention. I am so sorry. Who has their phone on, on mute? I hear a whole bunch of background noise. I don't know where that's coming from. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Hmm. I think that might be grandma's phone. Nicole, is that your phone or is that Ma's phone? What you what do you hear? Uh like like in the background, like moving around. Oh, I was messing with a bag. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I'm so sorry. If you could put it on mute, I'm sorry. Okay. Amen. Praise God. I was messing with a bag. That's okay. Amen. We just, in our lives, we just want to make sure that every single thing is aligned. 
You know, and as I said, everything is not right in my life, but it's righteous. And whatever is not right, daily I pray to God to get it right and to stay righteous. Everybody makes mistakes, but it's about owning up to your mistakes. Yes, I have fornicated. Yes, I have confessed. Yes, I have repented. No, I am not. And you learn from that. And then you can move on. And you can live your life in God's good grace. Every single day. Sometimes people feel as though because I didn't go to Bible college, should I be preaching? Well, as you see here, God will put the words in your mouth. God chose you for a reason. And I thank him every single day. And I said, no matter what in my life, I will not run. I know that I'm very open about how I feel about my children, how I feel about my family. And this gentleman was saying, oh, you, you, you know, the powers in the tongue. If, if you say that, then the adversary is going to take that and run with it and, and try to work against you and your kids and your family. I don't care what the adversary pick up and run with. I'm covered with the blood of Jesus. And so is my family and so is my kids and so is our relationships. Yes, we disagree. Sometimes we even argue. But God puts it right back together. See, I walk by faith. I don't walk by sight. And I'm, I'm going to go back on that. You know, you have people now, they want to uh, literally worship people who are already financially established in life. Manicures and 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 Maybelline and and expensive clothes and expensive shoes, but our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the majority of the disciples and those who follow God were very humble in their attire. Not all, but majority. And so, God tells people that you're not supposed to be concerned with what people look like. But yet, still yet, a lot of people walk by sight. And what happens? We end up just in the same position as Peter. We lose our foundation. And we sink. But if we have a steady conversation with God, every single moment of the day, we become stronger. We become wiser. The foundation is unsinkable. I want to go and I want to read Jeremiah 1, 11 through 15. The word of the Lord came to me 
What do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said to me, you have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. The word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? I see a pot that is boiling, I answered. It is tilting toward us from the north. The Lord said to me, from the north, disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land. I am about to summon all the peoples of the northern kingdoms, declare the Lord. Their kings will come and set up their thrones in the entrance in the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem. They will come against all her surrounding walls and against all the towns of Judah. In this conversation, it's talking about vision. God will give you the visions. He will give you the warnings if you just have a conversation with him. The Lord already told me why I needed to cancel that third annual clothing giveaway. I already know why there is a need to take sanctuary for a certain length of time but not our individual conversations for everybody. Sometimes people gotta reap what they sow. But if we have our own individual conversation with God and surround ourselves by our true brothers and sisters in Christ, Our walk in life becomes so much more prosperous and enriching. So with this, this afternoon, my prayer for every single person on this line, not on this line, have your individual conversation with the Lord. Remember, not everybody's conversation is the conversation that God has given with you. God conversated with Noah about the flood. He didn't conversate with nobody else. And Noah instructed the others in what they were supposed to do, what God conversated with him to do. The same thing with Moses. And God conversated with 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 uh, Aaron and whatnot, but the conversations was not the conversations in depth of what he had with Moses. We each have our own individual relationship with God. Therefore, we all will have our own individual conversation with the Lord. We will all have our own individual visions gifted to us from the Lord. And we all will be given our own individual warnings that the Lord wants us to individually know. 
It's called discipleship. And no one discipleship is better than the other because we're all operating or should operate in the body of Christ. And that's why sometimes we wonder why we have conflict in our relationships or even our kinships is because we feel that our individual relationship, conversation, visions, and warnings from God Almighty, other people are supposed to be walking in. No, no. God will direct us in what we are supposed to do if we are supposed to share. God will direct us. We have to listen to him. Here's another thing. Sometimes God will conversate, show us, warn us, and direct us when it's time to move from something, a place, a situation, from whatever. And we don't. Because we're so busy having chatter with the devil. We got to cut off the footholds of the adversary. We got to cut off listening to the people that are the naysayers. We got to cut them off. Psalm 29.2, ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in splendor of his holiness. That's what we have to do. Giving God the glory, his splendor, having a conversation with him, a relationship, telling him what we see, discussing with him about our anxieties and our fears. When we do that, we will know that God has already provided a way out. God has already provided a way out. If we conversate with him, we will know that provision of the way out. Amen. Amen. Amen.